You're listening to the Faith Roots Audio Podcast with Pastor Willie George. You can watch the full video version of this episode and join the conversation with your comments on the Faith Roots YouTube channel. Simply search Faith Roots on YouTube and be sure to subscribe so you don't miss an episode. Now, here's Pastor Willie George with today's message. Hello, I'm Willie George. Welcome to the Faith Roots Podcast. We're talking about knowing God intimately. So I want to take you back to verses that we've covered already in this series, but I'm going to get to it in just a little different manner. John 14, pay really careful attention to this. Let not your heart be troubled. Now those words themselves let you know that, okay, Jesus is about to spring something on us that could be troubling if we allowed it to be. Let not your heart be troubled. You believe in God, believe also in me. Now, what's he saying? He's saying, you already know how to believe in a God that you cannot see. In the same way, you'll have to learn to believe in me because the time is coming when I will not be with you physically, but you'll believe in me just like you believe in God. In my Father's house are many mansions. If it were not so, I would have told you. I go to prepare a place for you. The minute that Jesus said those words, I go, I am certain that they were perplexed. They wondered, okay, what's coming? That's why he had to say, don't let your heart be troubled. It's not going to be a bad thing that I go. Now he explains to them later on in this chapter. Let's read it, verse 16. He said, I will pray the Father, and he will give you another helper that he may abide with you forever, the Spirit of truth, whom the world cannot receive because it neither sees him nor knows him, but you know him, for he dwells with you and will be in you. So he says to them, look, I am going to send you a replacement. The Holy Spirit is going to be among you and with you and in you in the way that I have been with you, in fact, even deeper all this time. So the chief element that the Holy Spirit is coming to manifest is he's going to be the spirit of truth, John 14, 7. The spirit of truth whom the world cannot receive. That is the most important element of the Holy Spirit's work. The Holy Spirit wants to lead us into not darkness, not confusion, not error, but truth. Truth is the primary characteristic of the Father's communications. You want to know God intimately? It means then that it's important that you know truth. God always communicates truth. He tells us that truth trumps the supernatural. Now listen to Galatians 1.8. But even if we, says Paul, or an angel from heaven preach any other gospel to you than what we have preached to you, let him be accursed. In other words, Paul says, just because it's supernatural doesn't mean that it's true. Just because it's supernatural doesn't make it true. Years ago, there was a lady who came into our ranks who had a manifestation of the stigmata. And this is something that has been present 
at times in the Catholic Church. Now, even the Catholic Church doesn't take a hard stand one way or the other on the stigmata uh, because it is such a bizarre thing. But there have been another a number of people down through the centuries who have bled from their hands and bled uh, sometimes from the, the wound in the back, and uh, they they and it may be supernatural. I don't think that this is a sign from God. I, d- I don't think it's a sign from God at all, because Jesus said an evil and adulterous generation seeks after a sign. So going to church so you can see something supernatural is is called adultery, spiritual adultery. We go to hear the word. And, and the Lord confirms the word with signs following. Uh, but we don't go to see the signs. We go to produce the signs. Everywhere we go, we look to be used of God. And as we pray, sometimes a miracle happens. Sometimes something supernatural happens. Someone, uh, sometimes someone is healed as we've prayed. Sometimes we don't see that. But our primary purpose is to teach the word, live the word, know the word. So Jesus said the sign that he would give is the sign of the prophet Jonah. That's in Matthew 12. For as Jonah was in the whale's belly three days and nights, even so must the Son of Man be in the heart of the earth. So Jesus said that the sign that I'm going to give to this evil and adulterous generation is the sign of the resurrection. Now listen, loads of people were crucified. There were half a million people crucified in the days after Jesus died on the cross and when the Romans came through and conquered Jerusalem. Being crucified was not a miracle. Why then would God commemorate something that is not a miracle that loads of people experienced and we look to that as a supernatural sign from heaven? The supernatural element is the resurrection. Now, that doesn't mean we don't thank God for the cross and for what Christ did for us. But the cross by itself without the resurrection is no miracle. The miracle is the resurrection that comes afterward. So I can't buy statues bleeding, statues crying, weeping, all of these sorts of signs But unfortunately, a lot of good people did and fell into it. And here is the problem. The problem is they allowed the supernatural to trump the truth. And I don't care if it is supernatural. It doesn't trump the truth. Paul made it very clear that just because something is supernatural, if an angel comes and preaches any other gospel, let me tell you what would happen. In some of the meetings, there would be this lady present who would stand up and begin to show blood coming from her hands right in the middle of a guy's sermon, right while someone was preaching. Now, if this is a work of the Holy Spirit, then the Holy Spirit is interrupting himself. In the book of 1 Corinthians chapter 14, the Apostle Paul says that the Holy Spirit does not interrupt himself. Uh, We're told that when someone is preaching the Word, that no one gets up and interrupts the message by speaking with tongues. That's an interruption. The Holy Spirit doesn't interrupt himself. But yet somehow it was okay for this lady's bleeding to interrupt the meeting. What I want you to see is that that kind of stuff, 
while it could be supernatural, and in, in some cases, uh, there were some bizarre supernatural things that went on. Now, I, I, I'll give you some cases in point. There were people who died who had had the stigmata all of their lives, and their bodies did not decay. And there was a glow on the ground above their graves in the churchyard, and they were dug up and had been dead for hundreds of years, and they were found to still be preserved. Now that, my friends, is not right. That is demonic. And it is done to try to draw attention to a body. It is idolatry. And God doesn't honor that. Is it supernatural? Oh, yeah. Is it from God? No, it is not. Because it is not truth. And it's not pointing to Christ. It's pointing to an individual. And that is not what God does. Listen to me. People that are genuinely used of God do not want to be the center of attention. They don't want to be the ones that everybody looks at. They want the focus to be on the Lord, on Him. And we're not doing things to draw attention to ourselves. Oh, I wish I had more time to go into all of this, but the point that I want to make is this. The Holy Spirit's number one task, His number one work, His number one mission is to lead us into truth. And even when something supernatural comes along, if it's not the truth, we're under no obligation to receive it. This is why this future ruler of the who comes to power called Antichrist and the false prophet who supports him. This is why many people are going to believe them. It will be because they are capable of doing amazing supernatural things. And just because those things are supernatural doesn't mean they're of God. The work of the Holy Spirit is to lead us to truth. Even when something is supernatural, it never trumps the truth. We'll pick up here tomorrow. I want to thank you for watching our podcast today. And if you really liked it, would you please give us a little thumbs up by clicking on that sign down below. And then I would encourage you to subscribe to our channel so you don't miss any of our future podcasts because they're all going to be good. And if you would like to support us financially, either with a one-time gift or recurring gift, you can do that by clicking on the link below or going to myfaithroots.com. Thank you so much for watching this program. We hope this message has been a blessing to you. Ratings and reviews help us reach more people. So take a moment to leave a review on your podcast app and consider sharing an episode with a friend or family member that needs to be built up and encouraged in the Lord today. Thank you for listening.